Covenant is here again. Join host Pastors Adama and Zama Segbeji for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Odekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 14 through 16 August 2019, 7 p.m. each night. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RHT. 10-8-DS. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's 14 through 16, August 2019, 7 p.m. each night at Solution Chapel International. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. And so, sometimes the Holy Spirit can be in you, but He's not able to influence every area of your life. Because you are not allowing Him to influence you completely. Maybe you allow him to influence your spirit. You allow him to influence your body, your, your, your soul a little bit. But you don't allow him to influence your body. When the leaven was hid in these three measures of meal, look at the end result. The Bible says that till the whole was living the whole spirit, soul, and body. The whole. Are you ready for the word? Tell with me, please, in your Bible, to so the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 18. Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 18. I read the Bible says that, and be not drunk with wine, wherein in excess but be filled with the spirit but be filled with the spirit and we are blessed by the reading of the word of God today is Pentecost Sunday and we have just seen a proof that the Holy Spirit is real and so this morning I want to share with you on the message I have titled, How to Stay Under the Influence of the Holy Spirit. How to Stay Under the Influence of the Holy Spirit. Most of the times, we don't know how to stay under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Many have received the Holy Spirit but are not walking in the Spirit. And it's important for us to understand as children of God, without the Holy Spirit, we are nothing. We cannot, as a matter of fact, function without 
the Holy Spirit. Because a Christian without the Holy Spirit is like a brand new car without a fuel. No matter how nice that car is, it takes fuel to move it from point A to point B. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. That's why without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. So the Bible says that be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. In other words, allow the Holy Spirit to take over the place of a natural wine that intoxicates you and causes you to stagger in your walk. Allow the Holy Spirit rather to fill you. Amen. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you. That's why Jesus said, I am going but the Comforter, The Holy Spirit is coming, and when he comes, he will be your helper. Amen. Amen. So, for us as children of God, we have to understand that without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. And we need the Holy Spirit. Quick question we want to ask is, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is God in spirit. Jesus Christ came as the Son of God in the flesh. God is divided into three different persons. Even though he's not Three, he's one, but he has, for instance, as a human being, you are, you are first and foremost a spirit who possesses a soul that lives in a body. Are you following me? So, you are a three-in-one person. So, it's the same way God operates. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does the same job God does in our lives. But what we have to understand is that in the olden days, the Holy Spirit comes upon the people for a specific task. But in this modern day, in this new dispensation, the Holy Spirit doesn't come upon us. The Holy Spirit lives within us. He is in us. So let's go and look at how the Holy Spirit influences us from within. Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. Matthew chapter 13 from verse 33. I read, it says, Another parable spake he unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a living, 
underline that word living, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole is living. Now notice, it's not a coincidence that Jesus said three levels, three, three measures of meal representing your whole being, your totality, spirit, soul, and body. So what the Holy Spirit must do is the Holy Spirit must operate like a leaven that comes inside of you. And when you allow him inside of you, he rearranges your furnitures. Are you following me? He rearranges all the furnitures in your building. So for instance, there might be a furniture of anger, a furniture of jealousy. When the Holy Spirit comes in, he rearranges all those furnitures. He takes those that are broken, those that are not supposed to be in there out and puts in a brand new furniture. The Bible puts it this way. He said, I'll take out your stony heart and I'll give you a new heart. Ezekiel chapter 36 from verse 37. Hallelujah. It says, Thus says the Lord, I will yet be inquired of by the house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like flock. Let's go to verse 36. Go to verse 36. It says, Then shall the heathen, then shall the heathen that are left round about, you shall know that the Lord build the room places and plant that which was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it and I will do it. Amen? That's the wrong scripture. Let me look for the right scripture. Verse 26. Okay, did I say 36? Verse 26. It says, a new heart also I will give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Do you see the work of the Holy Spirit? He rearranges everything in your system. So for him to influence you or for you to come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to take away the stony heart and give you a new heart. It says a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I'll take away the stony heart out of your heart of flesh. And I'll give you a heart of flesh. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes like that living that the woman took in Matthew 13, 33. When he comes inside of you, 
He takes things that are not supposed to be inside of you out and puts new things in. Do you see how he operates? But in as much as the woman, let's go back to Matthew 13, 33. In as much as the woman takes a leaven and puts it in the, in the, in the flower, remember you are the flower. We are the flower. The flower can decide to prevent the leaven from leveling it. The word leaven there means influence. The flower can prevent the leaven from causing it to rise up. I'll give you an example. Many people who have driven in countries where there are speed limitations and restrictions and travel to Germany and drive on the Autobahn where there are no speed restrictions, they will tell you that they are not able to drive the full 220 or 240 or 260 speed limit on the car. Now the car has 240 or 260 miles per hour on the speedometer, but they are not able to speed that far. Why? Because there is a limitation, there is a restriction in their mind. Because they have driven in a restricted area for so long when they go to an environment that is free, they are not able to drive as fast as they want on that speed, on that road. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so, sometimes the Holy Spirit can be in you, but he's not able to influence every area of your life. Because you are not allowing him to influence you completely. Maybe you allow him to influence your spirit. You allow him to influence your body, your, your, your soul a little bit. But you don't allow him to influence your body. When the leaven was hid in these three measures of meal, look at the end result. The Bible says that till the whole was leaven. The whole. Spirit, soul, and body. The whole. The whole must be leavened. The whole must be influenced. What you do in church must not be different from what you do out of church. The whole must be what? Leavened. Spirit, soul, and body. The whole must be leavened. 
you carry a great potential within you. If only you allow the Holy Spirit to influence you wholly, you'll become all that God has called you to become. There are some cars that have six gears and sometimes the owners only drive, they go up to three gears and that's it. Fourth gear and that's it. But there are Six gears. How many of you have bought a CD and there are 12 tracks on the CD? And then you play maybe up to track three and you like track three and then you, 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 you click repeat on that track and you stay on repeat for life. But there are 12 tracks on the CD. Many are stuck in one place. My prayer for you today is that the Holy Spirit will unstuck you in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit builds within us what he wants to do most of the times quietly. He does it gently and quietly. First Kings chapter 6, verse 7. The Bible says that, and the house when it was in building was built of stone made ready before it was brought hither. In other words, before it was brought to the building site. So that there was neither hammer, nor axe, nor any tool of iron head in the house whilst it was in building. Wow. Amen. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit is building you up, he builds you up quietly. No noise. Amen. Just like this building, when it is in building... You will not hear the noise of hammer, the noise of stone, but the building is still going on. It says, and the house, when it is in building, was built of stone, made ready before it was brought to the building site. So that there was neither hammer, nor axe, nor any tool of iron, Head in the house when it was in building. That's how the Holy Spirit builds us. Quietly. 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 Gently. He's building things within you. He's building you up. He's building you up. He's building you up. People look at you sometimes as a building construction site this might not be all in place, but he's building you up. He's building you up. There might be, there might be uh, places that have been dark. Things have been dark. Yeah, it's okay, but he's building you up. If you allow him, he will complete that building. 
if, if only you will allow him, he will finish that building. I love how the Bible puts it. It says, while it was in building, there was no noise. No noise of hammer. No noise of axe. No noise of anything, of any tool was heard whilst the building was in place. That will be your story this Amen. year. Amen. As he's building you quietly. Have you not wondered sometimes, this is why most of the time when a building, a building uh, is about to start, they, they block the site because they don't want you to see the foundation. Nobody likes the foundation because everywhere has been dagged. That's why sometimes when the Holy Spirit is building you up, he takes you, he hides you. He will hide you. And when he hides you, the purpose is, you see, don't, don't want to come out. Don't, don't want to show everyone what God is building. Sometimes God has to build in secret. God gave birth to you in secret. That's why you have to be hidden for nine months in the womb. Mm. Hallelujah. He's building you secretly. The Bible puts it this way in the book of Ecclesiastes. It says, you don't know how the bones are formed in the womb. He's building you up. He's building you up. If you can just stay with the Holy Spirit, he'll finish that building. He's building you up. People will come and say, what's happening here? Just tell them the Holy Spirit is built. But they'll say, but I can't hear any sound from the, there's no, there's no sound, there's no noise from the construction site. But what you have to understand is that the Holy Spirit builds differently. He builds differently. He builds differently. He builds differently. And when he's building, people expect to see noise. They expect to hear noise. They expect to see things. But the Holy Spirit said, no, I don't want nobody to hear this noise. I have to build you in secret. So that by the time they realize the next thing, they see the superstructure. They said, how, how did this happen? It's a miracle. So let's allow him to build. That's why 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5, the Bible says that you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So, we are a spiritual building. There's no noise. There's no screaming. 
there's no gyrating. But before you realize, before the world realize, he's built something massive. And they wonder, how did this happen? We didn't hear no noise. We didn't hear no sound. But the Lord was building. Quickly, question we want to ask is, why do we need the Holy Spirit? Because without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. John chapter 14 from verse 14. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you keep my commandment. And I'll pray the Father and he will give you another comforter that he will come and abide with you for how long? For how long? For how long? So that means so far as the Holy Spirit is concerned, you must never lack a comforter. Because he comes to abide with you for how long? So whether you feel he's there or not, for how long? Whether you can sense him or not, for how long? And for your information, the Holy Spirit is not goose pimples or goosebumps. It's not feelings. He operates from within us. Jesus said, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Another comforter. Another comforter. Another comforter. I don't know where you find yourself, but another comforter has been given to you. Don't look for comfort in external things. Most of the times we look for comfort in, in, in a green bottle. Green bottle will not give you comfort. When I say green bottle, I hope you know what I mean. Or most of the time, people look for comfort in the white powder. White powder will not give you comfort. <laughs> most of the time, we look for comfort in the arms of a strange woman. A strange woman. You know who a strange woman is? The characteristics of a strange woman, the Bible says that she puts on a sweet perfume. She wears silk. Her bed is made of silk. Strange woman. And the Bible says that many that have gone into her way have never come back. Strange woman. As much as there are strange women, there are also strange men. Yeah. You will not find comfort in your career. Career is good. 
but you not find comfort in your career. Have you not sometimes chased for a career? You chase, chase, chase. After you get it, you wonder, what's next? Is this all there? I mean, most of you, most of us who were not born in the UK or in Europe or in America, when stories of America were told to us from where we were, we said, wow, I want to go. I'll do everything to go. And then when you come, you want, is this what is, you know, is this, is this, <laughs> is this all it is about small room, small house, especially here in the UK? Everything is small. Small bed, small car. <laughs> we went out for a meal um, a week ago, I think, and then when they were giving us plates, small plates, like baby plates, I said, what's happening here? I asked, don't you have big plates? They are taking it now to our food. Yeah. Yeah, everything is small. I said, I have paid for the food. Please give me a big plate. <laughs> oh, God have mercy. And if you're not careful, you know, this country will condition you to start thinking small. Yeah. Small house, 10 step house. You count one, two, three, four, five, ten. That's your house. That's your whole house. Your bedroom is four steps. <laughs> what kind of? And you came and you said, is this, is this what people are dying to come to? Go on the, on the, on the sea, on, on boats to, come on. So, you know, you see, there is no comfort in material things. Is it money? After you get it, I read something somewhere. Someone was dying of cancer, very rich, went to a hospital to be cured. She could not be cured. And she threw all the money in the hospital and said, I have all the money in the world, but it cannot buy me health. So don't look for comfort in external things. Jesus said, I'll give you another comforter and he will abide with you forever. Verse 17, he said, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, knoweth him not, but you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Can you see the place of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit will be with you and shall be in you. In you. That's, that's very important. In you. In you. He's in you. He is in you. Say a good amen. amen. He is in you. That's why sometimes he, he pricks you. Evil thoughts come and he, he checks you. 
You watch what everybody is watching and laughing, but you watch it and he pricks you. You feel uncomfortable because he's in you. He's telling you I'm here. Verse 18, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. Oh, I love Jesus. Jesus is so generous. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while. The world seeth me no more, but you see me because I live. Ye shall live also. Say amen to that. I don't know what death is strengthening you. Jesus said, because he lives, you shall live also. You shall live also. Untimely death will not come near you. It will not come near your family. You will not die through an accident. No one in your family will die through an accident. That's your covenant. That's your inheritance. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone. And now I know, yes, I know he holds the future. A living just because he lives. Because he lives, you can face tomorrow. There are no uncertainties in your future. Your future is certain. I said your future is certain. Your future is certain. You might not know what's happening, but I'm telling you before you get to your future, He'll position men and women. He'll position things to help you. To help you propel you into your destiny. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is not sure about their future. But I can guarantee you, your future is certain. Your future is certain. I have so much confidence in the Lord. My trust is in the Lord. You know, he told me something one day. He said, I will never mismanage your life. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. In other words, everywhere you are, it is his purpose. He will never mismanage your life. Please, I want you to get this. My prayer is that after today, we'll enter into a new, brand new relationship with the Holy Spirit. Verse 20 says, At that day you shall know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Oh, what, what an association. Hear what Jesus is saying. Now, if you know this, which witch can destroy you? Who can destroy you? If you know this, if you really know and understand this, 
He said, and that day you shall know that I am in my father and ye are in me and I in you. <laughs> he lives in me. He walks in me. He talks through me. The life I live is, is live in him. He that have my commandments and keep them, he it is that loveth me, and him that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Say amen. amen. Verse 22. Judah said unto him, Not his carried Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him. And he will come unto him and make our abode with him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so everywhere you are, the Holy Spirit is with you. Everywhere you are, he lives in you. He moves in you. He talks in you. Everywhere you are, please understand this. This is so crucial for your Christian faith and your walk with the Lord. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my saints, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being that ye are present with me. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Amen. Say a good amen. amen. John 15, 26 Again, he says, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. People need comfort. People need peace in this world. People are going into all kinds of things looking for peace. Comfort and peace is in Jesus. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. That's why Jesus said, I have to go. John chapter 16, verse 7. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient that for you that I go away. For if I go not, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will prove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit. He promised us the Holy Spirit. You see, the challenge of the modern day Christian is that 
we walk more by sight rather than by faith. And say Jesus is not here physically. So because he's not here physically, it's very difficult for many Christians to trust the presence of the Holy Spirit that they can't see. I'll give you an example shortly and you'll see how the Holy Spirit operates. So Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit, Acts chapter 1 verse 4 and verse 8. The Bible says that being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but they should wait for the promise of the Father, which he saith, you have heard of me. So you see, the Holy Spirit was promised, but the promise comes with an instruction, stay, stay, don't depart. In other words, whatever assignment you have in this world, ask God to help you, ask the Holy Spirit to help you before you move. You see, many people move without the Holy Spirit. You have a great task ahead of you. Many people are doing all kinds of stuff. They are chanting, dabbling in all kinds of occultism. And you just go there without the help of the Holy Spirit? No. No. You wait for him. You wait for him. That's why verse 8, Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, but you shall receive power. What shall you receive? What shall you receive? I can't hear you. What shall you receive? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And when you receive this power, it says you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Do you know why he said you receive power? Because to be a witness, you need power. If you are, you live in a, a drug infested area where there are drug lords pushing drugs and you see them and those people are fearless and they tell you if you say anything about us in court we are going to kill you because you must be a witness right to be a witness and to say everything you saw from A to Z you need power <laughs> you need more power than the power that the drug pushes have. So Jesus said, now I'm not going to go into the circumstances upon which Jesus was crucified, which you already know. Jesus said, you receive power and that power will cause you to be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and in the uttermost part of the world. In other words, even in areas where you are being persecuted, you still have the power and the boldness to confidently witness about me without fear. Amen. So verse, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, let's look at how the, the Holy Spirit came. The Bible says that, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, remember he told them to wait. So when the day of Pentecost fully come, was fully come, they were with 
they were all with one accord in one place. And the Bible says, suddenly, and there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. I'll say a good amen to that. Now please hear me. The day you get baptized with the Holy Spirit is not enough. Amen. How many of you bought a brand new car, filled it in with petrol, and that was it? You didn't put petrol again. You have to put petrol every day or every week as and when it's needed. So the day you receive the Holy Spirit baptism, that day is not just a one-day event. Now, on a daily basis, you have to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. The infilling is a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly business. It's not a one-time event. Are you following what I'm saying? So finally, as we get ready to close, what are some of the benefits of the Holy Spirit? When you stay under the influence of the Holy Spirit, what are some of the benefits? Number one, when, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us or in us, the Holy Spirit quickens our mortal bodies. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Amen. So he quickens your mortal bodies. Anything that is weak, he quickens it. He revitalizes your mortal body. The Holy Spirit and cancer cannot dwell in the same body. Oh, this is powerful. The Holy Spirit and imbalance of any form of diseases cannot dwell in the same body. Because the same spirit that quickens the body of Christ is in you. Say amen. Amen. Number two, the Holy Spirit helps us to dominate the desires of the flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 13. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the, of the body, you shall live. Say amen. amen. Number three, the Holy Spirit leads us. He leads us. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Say a good amen. Amen. This is so important that in this day we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. I remember the first time I went to the U.S. and I hired a car and um, I thought the car had a certain nerve. So the car had no sat nav. And I was going to, to Chicago. I was going to a conference. And the car had no sat nav. And my phone was not working. So I had to buy a new phone. 
with a sat nav. So I got I got a car, sat in the car, and then I started driving. I said, Holy Spirit, lead me. So I started driving. And guess what? The Holy Spirit led me straight to the church. I'm telling you, my wife knows me. Ask my wife. Even when they sat nav in the car, I'm asking my wife, which way? <laughs> Even when the sat nav is talking, I ask my wife, left or right? <laughs> the Holy Spirit led me all the way to, 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 to Dr. Bill Winston's church. I was shocked. I said, wow. My goodness. I said, oh. The Holy Spirit is more real than I thought. And I thought it was a coincidence. That was the first one. I thought, so now I went, after I saw the church, I'm happy. I went to a shop. I bought a phone. I bought a phone, not properly charged, so I started using the sat-nav. I'm going to my hotel now. As I'm on my way to the hotel, the battery dies. So I said, Holy Spirit, please lead me. And the Holy Spirit led me to the hotel. To the hotel. To the hotel. I had no satnav. The Holy Spirit guided me straight to the hotel. I said, no, this one, first one, I thought it was a coincidence. Second one is definitely the Holy Spirit. In a country I have never driven in before. I've never been there before. It's my first time. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Why are you confused? Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. He will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit frees us from demonic bondages. Romans chapter 8 verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry, Abba, Father. The next one, number four or number five, the Holy Spirit confirms our sonship relationship with our heavenly father. Romans chapter eight, verse 16 and 17, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Say amen. So the Holy Spirit is here to help us. Question, are you going to allow him? Are you going to stay under his influence? Remember, as in wine, the more you take, the more intoxicated you become. Right? Remember our foundational text, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18? It says, do not be filled with wine in excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that means the more influence of the Holy Spirit you have, the more you become conscious and aware of him. So we need more of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Lead me, Lord. Guide me, Lord. Which relationship, which way, which house, which contract, which business, which man should I say yes to? Which woman should I say yes to? Lord, help me. Where shall I move to? 
Is this the right time? Which business shall I invest in? Show me and he will show you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you receive it? Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In our seated position, why don't you just talk to the Lord just for one minute? You know where you need help. You know where you need help from the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him to help you. Decisions you're about to make, ask him to help you. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. Ask him to help you. Surrender all to him. Surrender your will. Surrender your emotions. Surrender your intellect. Surrender your, your heart. Surrender everything to him. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to take over your marriage. To take over your business. To take over your life. Ask him to help you. Jesus' name. Father, we thank you this morning for your presence in our lives. You've shown us that you're real. Holy Spirit, sharpen our ears to hear your voice clearly. Sharpen our hearts to hear your word clearly. Every time you speak to us, may we hear you in Jesus' name. Let's give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I said let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of the service. I want to encourage you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. We are raising up giants in the house. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The children that the Lord has given us, they are for signs and they are for wonders. Hallelujah. That will be our story. Jesus. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Covenant is here again. 
Join host Pastor Zadama and Zama Segbeti for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Orekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 14 through 16 August 2019, 7 p.m. each night. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10-8DS. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's 14 through 16 August 2019, 7 p.m. each night at Solution Chapel International. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go.